You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at soundtalentmedia.com. Welcome, Welcome to the Smoking Word. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Smoking Word. This podcast is brought to you by Always brought to you by CasaTheRock.com. That's my merch store. I want everybody to go there right now. I got a $10 print I need to get rid of. Go cop it right now. $10. We also got for all you smokers, tokers, and sage burners. We got ashtrays, grinders. We got all types of stuff. Snapbacks. So support your boy. Support the podcast, CasaTheRock.com. And oh, that's only for U.S. And for everybody else around the planet, casadarock.eu. That's basically my boy, Theo, GSR. Shout out to them. casadarock.eu. Listen, if you're listening to the podcast or you just want to look good, that's where you go. Patreon, always mad love to you. Thank you for making it happen. Um, We have a lot of stuff dropping. Patreon knows what time it is, you know. Everybody else, follow me on Instagram. You know the deal. Follow the Smoking Word on Instagram. And follow my dogs that are barking in the background. But this is live and direct. And listen, shout out to everybody subscribing and following us all around the planet. But on the real, I had a blast on this episode. I got to chop it out with my brother, Brett Rasmussen, the hitman from Ignite. So everybody tune in and let's set this shit off. You know, Think about what I'm gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> what up, Hitman? What's going on, dude? It is so good to see you. It's, I know. I know. As these shows start rolling out, and I'm going to shows now a little bit and seeing people. I mean, of course, we're all we all miss touring. We all must be out there, but even more so when you start seeing all the faces, you're like, dude, I need to get out on the road. I need to play shows. Oh hell yeah! Like when we first did that one little thing back you know, in the, the park show, like that first show back after yep. the, the first long break, I was telling people I was psyched to see people I hated. I was like, I'm happy yeah. to hate you in person. You yeah, know yeah, I mean? yeah. I don't have to do it virtually. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I, and I ended up not hating them as much. Cause I realized I was like, you know what I mean? Like it's, you know, it's, it's good like, to see faces, man. I mean, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, people always ask us, Oh, uh, they ask you a million times too. What do you guys like better, a festival or a club show? Yeah. And I always used to say, oh, I like club shows because the people and everything. But I like festivals, man. I like rolling in and looking out the bus and seeing, oh, there's Suicidal's bus, there's Comeback Kids bus, there's Mad Balls. Yeah. And then you play the show, which whether it's amazing or not, but then all night you're on somebody else's bus, yeah. telling stories, talking. Like it's so good it, seeing people. It, it's because we know it and people automatically assume we like it more just because it's the bigger crowd, which that's dope about it. But for sure, exactly. We see it from the other side where it's like, no, it's like a big uh, frat party. You know, all the bands are kind of mixing with each other if they like it or not. <laughs> yep. Yep. No. And how good is it seeing like Jamie from Hatebreed? Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Just that, dudes like that. It's just it's so fun. I, I love it. Walk. Yeah, exactly. You walk into the bathroom, you run into somebody You're going to catering. You sit down with, you know, somebody else. It's like, yep. It, that's one of the great things about being in a band, especially bands like us that were able to do these festivals, you know, like the festival thing. Like, yeah. it's common now, but, you know, it wasn't common when we first asked common when we were first. No. Going I didn't know. Overseas. I didn't know what a. I mean, w- like when I grew up, there was like the Us Festival in America and yeah. and Woodstock, and that was yeah. it. Yeah, and then when was... we went on those first tours, they're like, "Oh, you're playing." The very first show we played in Europe was the Holtzfred Festival, and there's no internet, so I can't click on to see who's playing. There's no, <laughs> there's no cell phones. There's nothing, and it just says Holtzfred Festival. And I was like, "Oh, I don't know what what does that mean." We get there and we see this big poster, and our names on the same poster with Oasis, Blur, <laughs> Motorhead. Uh, you're like Pennywise. they fucked up somebody fucked up yeah i'm like how would well, this is amazing i go if the band's done after this one show i'm good yeah no for yeah. sure man that's a great fucking first show there right first show ever in europe was this big festival and and, and, and before you got there for that show where people were like telling you like you know what you're getting in like like saying like yo you playing this big festival blah 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 like they didn't even we had like- nothing we played before we left for that first festival or tour 
that first tour in 94, we played, I don't know, 10 shows, six shows, eight yeah. shows, something like that. And the last show we played before we left was like 40 people in like <laughs> our own headlining show in LA. And then we get, oh. and I'm playing with Oasis. Come on. Oh. So, you know, I'll tell you a, a better one. And this is more recent. So we do, we get to fucking do, um, uh, we do Wembley Arena, you know, us, Corn yep. and Limp Bizkit. Yep, yep. You know, dope, wow, you know, fucking wow, you know, kind of thing. Like, next day we played London, our own show, and, and the fucking, the flight trap or whatever the fuck. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. For like fucking a hundred motherfuckers. Dope, and I, that's our world, but it's pretty funny, like, you know. Yeah, the, the difference between the big, yeah, something like that. It's night, it's night and day. Yeah, yeah, but it's great. And, and let me ask you this: so, the band's back, man. The band. It, you see, now it ain't even that new. But since I've per, like talked yeah, to you, I haven't seen anybody out there that's really seen the 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 new thing we're doing. Yeah. So yeah, we're stoked, man. It's just fun, you know. And it's just me and Nick and Kevin and Chris, like. Dude, we've been doing this band a long time. Those guys all joined in either the late 90s or the early 2000s. A lot of years together, 100 years together of playing, yeah. you know, collectively. And we just wanted to still do it. We just wanted to keep playing and have fun together, touring. I mean, we love touring so much, writing music together. And, you know, we got enough street. Like, we do whatever you want. We can do whatever we want at this point. We don't have to answer to anybody. Yeah, no, that's for sure. Never did. And you know what? 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 Um, because I, I lose. Um, um, I lose focus on the timeline because this whole shit last couple of years. And I follow so, and I know you guys. So yeah. I know when stuff was like, if you guys. So I remember. Um, 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 the band. You said never hear that the band's broken up. Just like. At mm -hmm. one point I heard, oh, yo, Zoli's not in the band no more if it's that he left or whatever right. it be. And then it's like, which is great on your part that you guys never would just say, yo, we broken up. Like, that's some shit I would do and then regret it like an hour <laughs> later. Like, yeah, you know. not trying to cash in on it, but just make a statement, right? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Just to be like, you know, not nobody has it. You know, we right. broke it up, you know, because like, you know, just out of like, you know. We like, always <laughs> thought it was just kind of better just to be quiet and um, and then just let it play out however it played out. Yeah. And which was, which was smart, you know, and, um, but all right. So like, so I was, I was, I lose, um, a little bit of the, the time, the time frame. Now, when you guys decided, cause you know, I know some of the other fellas, they had the other group they were fucking around with for a totally. minute, uh, 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 um, Rick Shaw something, right? Let's yeah. <laughs> Nick doing side, some side stuff. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but right, we, what's all, the we, and we always dabble. What was the rickshaw? Something like that. I can't right? say it. I can't say it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Whatever it is. I'm just but I remember. Yeah, yeah. Whatever it is, you see, um, uh, the the medicine only affects the 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 short term, not the, the long. The steel term. trap is in place. Uh, you know what I mean? But um, but all right, you know, you guys are doing that. When did it rehash? Like, yo, know, let's. First of all, I know you guys always, you know, were doing music and guys yep. are doing the site. You also had your other thing or whatever. When did you said, okay, yo, let's play together. And was it automatically, did you tell each other like, okay, it's going to be Ignite again? Or did you try to get back together and say, let's try something new and then said, fuck it, let's just reignite. No, it was ignite. from the beginning. Like when Zoli left, it was, um, I talked to the guys right after that and said, if we find a guy, do you guys want to do it? And everybody was like, yes, absolutely. So, it, and it was a matter of like, okay, well, that now we can say that all day long, but that doesn't mean we're going to find a guy and it's going to work and everything. So which is not easy, of course, you know. Um, so that was like in late 2019, early 2020. We just said, let's give it a year. Let's give it a year and let's start writing songs with the idea that we're going to do this. And if yeah. we find a guy, we find a guy. And we didn't want to make it some like four year process something where we're just like uh this is just getting like too yeah like, it's just dragging us down like we're like we're gonna give it a year if we find a guy if it works then we'll do it if not let's do something else yeah. and that was kind of the mindset so we just started writing like complete songs like from the get-go like let's not just write a riff let's like hash out a whole song lyrics vocals because we don't know if a guy that we're getting is going to be a writer or whatever yes. so we just started doing it uh a hundred percent from the get-go yeah and, and, and let me ask you this though so when, when, when you did that, uh, all right. So all the guys you said, all right, we're going to do this. Um, was, but that was, was it before the COVID thing or the COVID help kickstart it? That was right before. So that was like 
early 2020. And, uh-huh. uh, and then it's like, how are we going to try guys out? How uh. we even get together? It like, you know, it was this big like thing that all of a sudden the whole world shut down, which was weird, which was actually kind of, it played kind of good because we didn't have that feeling that like seeing you guys out like touring Europe and we're like at home looking for a singer or something. It, yeah. There wasn't, it was like, we just focused on songwriting. misery likes company. You could exactly. say exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. you were suffering. And you so, you loved yeah. it that we were suffering. Let me tell you, that's how I've been existing on other people's suffering. Right. right. Like we, we do it together. Yeah. I mean, I think it would have been very distracting to, and then get it. And like, what if we're in the middle of recording the new record with the new guy and all of a sudden we get a tour offer and yeah. then like something we can't turn down. And then, we're, oh, and then it like it all was all streamlined. It was all focused. So we didn't have any distractions of like yeah. potential tours or, oh, these guys want to take you out for these two shows or whatever. So yeah. it literally was just songwriting. You could work on it. Songwriting, 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 get in the studio and do the record. And, and all right. So let me ask you this. How far along? Were you before you started looking for the singer or before that the, the whole that fell into place? We probably like, had like 10 songs. Oh, that's it. Up, you make it sound up. like that's it. That's like our fucking <laughs> that's like you, what I got to do for 10 songs is like, forget well, we wanted that. to do rancid style this time. We wanted to write like 150 songs and then pick the 10 best. You know what I mean? Yeah. And everybody's only putting 10 or 11 songs on records now. It's not like you got to put 18 songs on records anymore. You know, thank, thank I God. know. And it gets all thin on the backside and you're like why is that song make the right made the yo, record? why are you playing that riff 10 more uh, times it's uh, like yo it's like there's a thing called does, any, does anybody have any ideas for vocals on this you know what i mean it's like yeah so delay uh, put extra delay on it so it goes longer to make that that time make it oh. sound yeah totally so yeah so we just start writing a ton and then by the time we got eli and it looked like he was going to be the guy we had a ton of music written and yeah. then he was like Cause he's the best guitar player in the band. He comes from Holy Holy Grail. He's this metal. Okay, guy. that's like, what I'm saying. Now let's rewrite. Like I'm, yeah. I'm gonna get a sample when we move up in the world. I'm gonna get a. <laughs> you heard it first, because I for this reason, let's rewind. Because I was gonna get into him. So okay. So I because I've 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 caught up on you on other spots because I'm a fan and yeah. I also wanted to know what's up because it was it caught me. You know, first of all, I'm glad to see some color in the band, and two, I was out of curiosity. I said, it's going to be hard to take my man out, you know, For and sure. it, even not that it's a thing that's about taking out or better, but like, you right. know, singers, that shit ain't easy to, to, to do. You could bring no. Pavarotti in. Doesn't mean it's going to work. Nah, totally. I mean, one of the best voices, uh, like Zoe's got one of the best voices. Yeah. Period. And and I'll say this is not because you're my boy, but I'll say now I and I, I, I got a couple people will tell you because we were hitting each other up. I was pleasantly surprised, not surprised because I know, you know, yeah. You got a good ear for music and all you guys do that. You wouldn't pick some guy that I could just barely hang. I know right. you guys know it can't be like Zoli, but it got to be able to hang and have range. He's going to have to have he's yep. going to have to be able to kill it because people are going to make comparisons. I know, you know, you thought of all these shit. For You've sure. been around long enough and you guys found the right guy. So like. This... I've seen you guys a trillion times. No, totally. And, you know, dude, Vinny Stigma told me one time i mean he's told me a lot of really like important things but like he always said get somebody in the band that you get along with it's a friend he's like you got to sit next to a guy for 15 hours on a van make sure it's not some mama luke so that was like the biggest almost the biggest thing as important is like we got to have a guy that can like be the singer of course like and when we got together with eli it was like it was quick. It was like, this guy's cool. And he, it wasn't some green guy that had yeah. never toured before. He'd been the guitar player in all these other bands for years and years and years. So it was like, he's been on the road forever. Yeah. So, so. okay. So, 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 so walk me through that. So, okay. You knew him before. And I, that's what I found out that he was a guitarist and he, and I know he was a shredder. Cause I know he comes from, I didn't hear that. I know of the band yeah. And, and, and from hearing from you, it was more on a metal side, right? Or on a, yeah. more like that, which, makes the whole shit even better that he ends up with you guys. Like, you don't know how many pluses that is. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because everybody expects, oh, no, you're going to grab a guy off the beach with dirty blonde hair, you know, right. guys skateboarded, come on, ignite, perfect. Fall totally. Sing opera. Looks the okay, part. close and, enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? but, yeah, no, uh, totally. We, uh, so he was friends with our drummer, Craig. And uh, he Craig. had hung out at Ignite shows before, and he'd been a fan of the band for a long time. And, uh, we had been trying out a few guys. One, it was hard to get together. There was a, a, a guy from the East Coast that wanted to come out, but with the whole pandemic, 
uh, going, we were playing with a guy locally for a little bit. Um, it didn't seem to be the right fit. And then I was driving home from that rehearsal and I called Craig. I said, Hey man, it, like you, there's gotta be like somebody in the metal scene that can sing and not just be a screamer. Cause we didn't want it to be like such a big shift to where it's just like cool. a screamer. And, uh, and he said, I don't know. Let me call my friend Eli. He plays guitar in Holy Grail and maybe he knows somebody. And then Craig called me back. He goes, Hey, he wants a, the music track to lay vocals down to. He said, he wants to give it a shot. And I said, can he sing? And Craig's like, I don't know. I guess we'll find out. So <laughs> yeah, right. he sent it back like two days later and we were like, well, let's get in a room with this guy. So, yeah. and it went really quick after that we got in the room and it was like, wow, this sounds cool. And we started working on new stuff that night. And we were in the, uh, I, I want to say the recording studio, which is your house with your computer. Right. Yeah. So we were recording like the next week, like new demos with him. So, so when you, all right, now let me ask you this. You get the tape. Yeah. All right. Do you get, are you by yourself when you got the tape or yeah, the he, tape or he mailed, the, he the, mailed the me the tape. <laughs> yeah. I, that's what I was saying. Hold on. You see yeah. why I need that? Yeah. He emailed you the tape or yeah. whatever. So when you first heard your home or something, you hear it. And it was it close to, or was he like off the grip? You were like, he murdered it or you off the grip. You heard like, yo, I think we could work with this. What was the first? It was a little of both. So he's hitting the notes, but then he's going like Ronnie James Dio with the like the vibrato and the metal stuff. And yeah, he, yeah. And yeah. he's kind of throws in some metal stuff. I think just to kind of mess with us a little bit too. Yeah. Kind of like, hey, this is kind of this is what I am. And what I could do. That's good to see range also. Yeah. What could you yeah. Do? yeah. So then that was so then we all called each other and was like, hey, should let's 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 do this. Let's get in a room. So it was immediately. I mean, we had had like four or five guys sing over some music and this was like by far the, I think the best that, um, that we had heard between any of the guys that we'd sent stuff out to. Did, did you send them old tracks or just straight up had them jump on new shit? No, we sent an old track. So they, yeah, we the wanted, we, it was uh bleeding. Uh, yeah. That's the, that's like, uh, uh, that's a song that you could pick at least. It, yeah. it, got, it got a little of everything. Yeah, it's the like the litmus test of okay, let's just get right to it. Can this guy sing like our most popular song? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That that that'll be a good start, right? Right, right. <laughs> if he can't do it, and then yeah, so I mean, because you get instrumental tracks off of when you get the album mixes. So yeah. we had out instrumentals uh, versions of most of the songs to send him if we and needed how, to. And how great is it that he's not fully white, or you know, you're white, he's Spanish, right? What is he? He's Mexican. I'm like what almost. He? I'm almost see through. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was so happy to see some color. I know when I you like, texted me that you're like, oh, I like that. Yeah, I was like, I like that. No, I was I bugged out. No, because I, I was root, obviously rooting for you guys. And I was like, and also in a little bit of um an excitement, like, what are they going to, you know, because I know you guys, you got, you know, you good musicians. I know you got a good ear. So I knew it wasn't going to be whack. But how are you going to come? I was like, very curious because it's so, you know, Zoli so unique and yeah to ignite sound it's a big part so you always wonder can you do it like how's it gonna sound is it just gonna sound like oh something's missing which right. and, and i love to me you know i love zolt that's my bro and all yep. that and, and i love them with you guys i gotta say this dude if it had to be somebody i couldn't see anybody else doing it like he did the next best thing that right. I can hear that doesn't sound like that's not Zoli, but in right. your, in the Ignite world. And he's got a know. different look. It's a different yeah. vibe. Which it brings a whole new element. It's not, um, you know, yeah. it's not like us trying to like replicate something. So it's just us being the next chapter in Ignite, which is what, yeah. which is what we wanted to do. We didn't want to like try and like mimic what we had. It's like we knew we weren't going to be able to do that because it's just the uniqueness of Zoe's voice and whatnot. So it was just like, let's just get something that we're stoked on and that we can be excited about these new songs and this new album. That was like the main thing. It's like, are we going to be pumped on this, on the new record? And when we started working on the demos, we're like, okay, this feels good. Yeah. And, and um, when you started working on this, so how much, uh, I assume he's good with laying vocals into the music because he's a guitar player and obviously he's a singer. So right. I, I'm assuming you know, those guys usually, you know, they already got a melody and a riff and blah, blah, blah. Um, totally. um, how was it laying songs down? Because Ignite got fucking big songs. Like, it ain't just, you know, right. riff this, you know, there's little hooks, there's little segues, you know, vocal, a lot of breaks yeah. and, you know, it's bells and whistles. 
Yeah. Did he fall into place smoothly? Or it was, did you, or it you was had pretty a chisel? E- no, it was pretty easy. Um, we had written a bunch of the stuff before he got there. So we had like 20 songs or something like that that we just handed over to him. We give him like three at a time because it was just like, here's 20. It's like too much. So we would give him three at a time with lyrics, melodies, everything. And then uh, once we kind of got the demos down with his voice on all those, then we started collaborating on the writing process. And he was bringing now music to the table. The most hardcore song on the record he wrote uh-huh. um, was the one that we just released called This Day yeah. um, that's filmed in the skate shop. I mean, he was like, hey, I got an idea for kind of like a uniform choice kind of style song. Some of the stuff that you guys did on your in your earlier yeah. releases. And we were like, OK, yeah, bring it. And we heard it. We we're like, oh, that's the most Ignite sounding song on the record written <laughs> by a guy who wasn't in Ignite <laughs> yeah. you know, a month ago. So that's how it is. You know, when like I call it when you, we, you know, people eat it and regurgitate it out. Yeah. That shit is sometimes it's like that monkey that shits out the coffee is supposed to be banging. <laughs> Same kind of, <laughs> you know what I mean? I love that, it. That's what Mabel was for our influences. You know, if you, if, if you liked our shit, the, the, the coffee shit balls that came out of us, it was a little bit of AF, Chromax, Raw. That's D. such an eloquent way to say it, dude. It's such an eloquent way to say it. I'm a wordsmith, I've been told. You know what I, I mean? love your vernacular, dude. <laughs> it sounds so good. But uh, no, but I'm psyched. And you know what it is? And again, I, you, you guys should be psyched, all you guys, that um, you're, you're, to me, you're out of the, 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 the rough waters as far as new singer. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're good. You're good. Right. I said it. Thank you. I said it. So you got the stamp. Do you got the approval stamp? Or is it? Okay. No, but I mean, to me, it's, um, look at I'm hearing it from people that don't know you, like or whatever. Right. It's no longer like oh the new single, uh, you know, oh it ain't he's whack. It's like the other new ignite, and it's kind of like oh it, it's already it's like it's sunk in. I think already the people like it's, it ain't that it big of a deal no more. The the reaction has been very very positive, which. You never know how it's going to be. I didn't know if people, My neck. but you know what? Oh, to be honest, people still say, oh, I like Joe Nelson, the best singer. Of night. course. There's going to be, I'm first demo. We call those the first demo. Oh, I hate them. I hate it's them. It's like, and well, then okay. they're like 12 years old and they're telling you about a song you wrote fucking 30 years ago. Exactly. Yeah. Randy yeah. Johnson was the, and I love all of Ignite. I love the Joe Nelson stuff. I love the Randy Johnson. It was a, those are important yeah. chapters of the whole way. Yeah. Randy Johnson, the pitcher. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Very... He had when he was uh, part time when he was in the minor leagues, he was singing for us. Hey, and um, yeah, uh, what do you call it? Um, now fucking um, for sure it's crazy. And, and I gotta say, so you doing that? Like, I was like, man, one you, we were waiting, and I was like, you're always gonna get those people. Overall, I from my side, from hearing from the people, a lot of people were like, yo, the dude is dope. And, and they're pulling it off. And then you you were lucky on, I don't want to say lucky, but it was good that you guys were able to right away follow up with some shows to showcase Homeboy. Yeah. Because yeah. people that, I, I started seeing reactions from people were like, yo, you got to see him. Yo, live, yo, killed it. And you know, for bands like us, it, live is very important how we come off. It's, that's where you connect with the people, man. I mean, like, yeah. obviously you can put but there's so many bands i mean you can put stuff out and release songs but like for us to really connect with the people it's going and playing in front of them and handing them the the vinyl and putting the t-shirts on them because that's like where bands like us make our money and make our mark and like do everything i mean people do only there's tons of people who have only heard madball or ignite or whatever never seen us for sure but our biggest connective thing with our fans at those live shows yeah and 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 obviously look i know you and i know we're, we're, we're at a point in age where we just got that. I don't give a fuck. We're going to do kind of what we, yep. we do. And I, and I know you knew that people were going to talk shit. Of course. Right off the grip before Love just it. the thought of it. Yeah. You know, so, but how much of it, all right. When you thought about it, like me, you know, we, there's guys like, cause I know we also, we, we're the type that, you know, we'll take that challenge, but also how much of it that you, that, that was it, more in your head or less at the end of the day of like um, negative or was it going to be, was it as big of a pain in the ass as you thought it would be like bringing this new guy in and transitioning to where you're at right now? Cause right now it seems like you're on stable water. Yeah. It's, it's weird. So right now I do remember. So when we would put records out in the nineties and you'd get a, a magazine and you'd open it and you'd read the review 
and you'd see like 10 of those and that's it. That's the only feedback you got. Exactly. Now it's like, dude, you pick up your phone, your life can be ruined in like 15 in minutes. It's horrible if you, so it can be horrible. I mean, I feel bad for these athletes and the pro athletes and all, I mean, but yeah, that's hard. the world they chose to live in. And that's what, how the world is now it's instant feedback. And, and um, yeah, so it was a little bit like, we were just curious what the, what the vibe was. I thought it was going to be like, 60 40 70 30 maybe people into it but it was a lot it, it, the feedback's been great i and i think i think that people want to root for your band and want you to be successful and they want yeah. you know of course they don't want to like hear crappy music or yeah. be let let down but i think people i want i'm a optimist so i i hope that people would be like you know want to root for us but i know there's a lot of people that want to see people fail too but um I, yeah the, the feedback was uh so so I, yeah, so like obviously, you know, Europe's our biggest market in the yep. overall for the our music, our scene, that's way bigger. Per capita or whatever the right word is. Sure. Do you think the negative on the new guy or at first was was it more from European um um crowd or or, or American crowd? Yeah, I, you know, obviously it. America's smaller, but you know what right. I mean. It was the feedback was, I think was pretty consistent everywhere. Pretty even. Oh, that's, yeah, that's there was, good you get some people saying, wow, oh, this is, why are they even still doing this? You're going to yeah. get that no matter what. Yeah, I get and, that now. And we got original, when we had original lineup, people were telling us that. I know. Why are you guys still just doing it in general? Yeah. Stop. Yeah, die. But, yeah. We were telling us just die. Yeah. So we were, I think the feedback was pretty even from, from everywhere. It was, yeah, yeah pretty consistent. Like people were, I think people were just excited that a lot of people were excited that we were just back. And and I uh, yeah that for sure and it was, and I think you know again it worked out the timing like what where the world was at and all right you're coming back and not just all right we're back with a new album now back oh they didn't a new singer oh what's that what's that it gave some something to be like excited about oh let's see the new singer oh dope new singer oh who's this right. guy you know yep. like you said he had a good look it stuck out let's hear him oh shit it's dope or they had a video let's drop a video it made and you it, know like, what's cool Hoya now is like I mean I know you me and you basically started doing this at the same time um uh, it's so different now how albums were rolled out yeah. when we first put records out remember it was like I mean before there was streaming you would get maybe one video yeah. we, we didn't do videos exactly. it would just the album would come out and there would be some advertising and then good luck and yeah. be on your way and that was yeah. it and then as things started to change with streaming and stuff um that then everybody started the album started leaking oh my gosh it was the worst thing in the world the albums are leaking yeah, yeah you didn't get a roll it out how, but now how the album how how this album was done for us we announced it five six months ago and a song a month coming out before it's so That's cool i mean it. it's way Singles. better for for bands like us because it's not just like three weeks of marketing and then move on to the next band it's like yes you can actually roll an album out with four or five songs and, and keep the buzz going absolutely keep the buzz going get some legs on this stuff get people excited yeah. and if and if it's good stuff and people are into it then it's just going to create some momentum for you yeah. and we never and bands like our size never had that before it's true and that's the one positive of the way we, we have to maneuver now like yeah. that. And and it, it works better for mature bands like us, like that. Exactly. Like, you know, nobody's going to manipulate time more than experienced musicians when it comes to filling up a record right. with filler. Right. You know, everybody knows at one point there's going to be some filler. For even sure. You know, if you want it or not, you know, or not a strong song you play, you know, it's all part of the game. This way, I think you could concentrate on quality. It gives... And right now where everybody could just fucking swallow everything at once, it kind of puts a, 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 what do you call it? Almost like a, a regulator yep. on how much you get of it and lets you fucking taste it and swallow it before you just fucking eat it and shit it out and move to the next thing, you know? And I think it's making albums more relevant again, rather than just, oh, one song and move on to the next thing. Like, cause you were rolling out like, and the band, the Bronx, who are good friends of ours. I watched them do the almost the exact same rollout like six eight months before our record and i enjoyed it like seeing the single and then then having a skate deck come out with it or they did a yeah. beer, colla beer collaboration with the next song and then custom merch for everything and it, it just makes it more memorable and let it me makes ask it you about the bronx just out of care i love the name and i've heard of them for years and i know they you know they got they do their thing yeah are, are they from the bronx 
he, the singer lives right. I'm gonna see his house. I'm, and I'm assume that's not the Bronx. Right over there? No, it's Huntington <laughs> Beach. Huntington Bronx. Yeah. No, no I didn't know when I first heard him too. I was like, oh, they're got to be from your neck of the woods. And yeah. Found out who they were. And like, yeah, the, Matt, the singer lives the next street over. No, because so. no, I've heard them for years and I know they're like, and I, and I, when I saw them, I assumed they weren't from the Bronx, but right. I've heard of them for years and I know they did, you know, they, they've been doing their thing like that. A lot, I know a lot of people that love the band. And it's, stuff. it's a cooler name than Pico Rivera. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Or an, or a, or a, a, one of the LA suburbs they could have chosen. Hold on, Pico Rivera is pretty hard. That That's kind of a like, dope name, it's right? Kind of, it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard. And fuck it. And what's up with the fucking Rams? Huh? I'm not a Rams fan. Yeah, I know. But I'm saying, but yeah. California. I know. They're yeah. yeah that was a, close. That was, that was a long time coming. Like the people. Yeah, people in LA deserve that. That I yeah. guess. That's good night because I know you're a sports guy and I know you've been golfing. Freddie's been golfing a lot too. Like, nice. I, you know, he's doing, I see you swinging and I yep. see, you know, he'd be doing, I'm like, it's fun. Of- it's one of those sports because I grew up playing basketball. I play a little bit of hockey now, still with yeah. some old hardcore guys, but golf's the sport you can take into like your 90s. You can yeah, keep oh, doing yeah. it, get out there, be active, you know, it's, sure. I, I, and it's a little hip. It, <laughs> It's more about that. Exactly. I can't play basketball anymore. It's just, it's, you come out and you play against like a 25 year old kid that's playing at the, at the junior college and it's no fun. It's no fun. Yeah. Getting abused by some kid who should be your son. He's yeah, exactly. Smoking you and like, yeah. Yeah. The other kid, the other day, uh, my, my son and his whatever, he was like, yeah, whatever, old man. I looked at him. I'm going to beat the shit out of him. I felt like, I was like, oh man, like, Climbing I'm like, up yo, I wear my head to the side. Does that count for anything? It doesn't take any years off. It doesn't. It don't mean shit. And, and you know what I was going to ask you about the band? This is something that popped up. Because I didn't, I don't know the lyrics of the new, or were you, obviously you say you were writing some lyrics and obviously this guy too. Are you still on, on writing political lyrics? Because we all know my man Zoli, if he yeah. wrote before if it was out of him it had to do with hungry you know rocks eating soups yep. and bombs T- totally. blowing up and all that I, there's always going to be that element yeah. i just think the guys in the band uh, just that's kind of what we do so there's definitely some stuff on the new record there's a song about we got immigration issues going on here in california we got racial tensions i mean not just saying oh it's the same old stuff but dude the, yeah the beat on that beatles get back show they're talking about immigration issues and 1967 it's like that's something that's never going to go away you know i, I mean? want yeah and that's what i was going to ask you you know i don't get i don't you know i'm so not political because i but I, my shit is so wild style and what i believe right. and people think i'm crazy but um california what's the deal like you know i could speak for florida right even though i'm a new yorker i haven't been there i'm just saying like you know um one thing I did see in Cal, and I ain't one of these guys, oh, this city's going to shit, you know, the mayor, I don't give a fuck who's running shit. I just go on what I see. Right. Well, the last, one of the last times I was in California, which was a, a little bit, but it was like the, one of the last trips I did. Yeah. It, it started looking like it was picking up. Like I was in by Silver Lake, like spots that I would, you know, recorded like the, our other album in, which were nice areas. Yeah. I saw dudes, they, you know, bums having like um, living room setups. Yeah. You know, it's, like it's pretty widespread in L.A. right now and in Orange County, too. Yeah, crazy. Like the homeless thing, um, the homeless thing. That's what it is. You know, and it, you know, it sucks if it's. Real homeless people. Yeah, it, is, it is. And it's widespread. And what do you they, they don't want them in certain areas, so they push them out to other areas and then you get people complaining. So that's a whole problem in itself, man. Yeah. And now they're changing it to not homeless. The latest thing I heard was unhoused. Oh, on house, oh, because it's like the nomadic tribes. What are you gonna yeah. call them? Unhoused. Yeah. Unhoused. They're not homeless. They're unhoused. I was like, and that's, that's just shifting. Fuck. That's yeah. That's just you know shifting blame, blame and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, and, and and it ain't even about yeah, no, you know, on a view thing. It's just on a like on a little view thing, like what I see, you know, for sure. Like, well, pretty crazy because the same thing. Like when I went up to New York the last time, again, I'm a for, I'm a New York always will be. I went with my sons and I went to, you know, we went to, to the park, to Washington Square, Tompkins, you know, whatever. And I did notice, you know, you always had, you know, a homeless, maybe, a, a, you know, an, a, a mentally disturbed guy with his dogs, maybe a, a little junky guy, you know, drug addict. Yep. But it was whatever, very, you know, maybe like um, 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 Frisco-ish or whatever, hate. 
yeah. you know, that yeah, style yeah. where it was kind of went with the thing. The last time I was there with my sons, it was like crackhead drug dealers, not yes. drug dealers, like crackhead drug dealers and their minions. And I was like, like, this is what, I, what was here when I was a kid. And yeah. now it's back to that. I bugged out. It, it bugged me out. I was like surprised. Well, and then they gentrify all this gentrification going on in these areas where they were. So then like this old warehouse area is now a cool restaurant and everything. So they just get, they get pushed out. They get pushed yeah. out. And I think it gets more concentrated that way. It seems like. Yeah. And um, how many shows you've done now since the fucking new world? Yeah, we've done, let's see, one, two, about six. Six right. shows. What, what was the first one back? First show was uh, Punk in the Park with Pennywise No Effects. That one. All right. That was H2O. Did that one? Was that that one too? Voodoo Glow Schools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, that wasn't the one we were on, but yeah, oh, that, that was that was like right into like out of the frying pan into the fire. Let's go. Like, yeah. it's, you know, we didn't have a chance to do like a warm up show. Yeah. So it was fun. It was fun just getting out there and doing it. It just yeah. felt good to be on stage and playing again, man. Hanging out with all the dudes like Pennywise guys were all there and strung out guys and fear played that night. It was, it was fun. It was and, just a blast, man. And all the shows you've done so far just been the, the California. Yeah, we did like Santa Cruz. We did Morro Bay. We've done L.A. We've done Orange County a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. All California shows up so far. What what's um um obviously we know it's what's the word with with anything outside of California? And let's start with America. Well, like anything we, like as far as moving in America. Yeah, we got dates in May. Our first show on the May tour, Cinco de Mayo, Denver with Murphy's Law. Oh man, that's it's gonna be, be fun. Yeah, man, Denver's good. Yeah, you know, it's a great. It's, good. it's, it's great. Been good. It's fucking like you know we haven't got there. We've been there more recently. More, it, we, 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 it was been a big break for us, and but we've been in the recent years and fucking off the hook. Always good shows in Denver, and yeah. that's the first show on our U.S. run. Then we kind of make our way east, and the last show is going to be that California takeover with Earth Crisis, Snapcase, Strife. I saw that. Um, yeah, Buried Alive was supposed to do it, but then two years later, shift is everybody's schedules. Joe Hardcore called me and he was like, "Hey, what do you guys think about jumping on this show? It's already sold out." I'm like. I'll build, we'll build this little tour around that. That Hell yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I saw that. I was like, Jesus, it was like, you know how much um hair dye, how much sun in what if you would have, <laughs> you know, if we would have invested in fucking, I know sun dye or peroxide, whatever you motherfuckers use to dye your hair. I know everybody out there. I think I told a story with Zoli, but many years ago, Brett and all them tried to fucking dye my hair. Um, um, and I, um, blonde, and I told we were in I France, like a, yeah, in France. And I said I would look like a silverback gorilla if they did that. You would have, and you were kind of you were kind of dabbling with it for a second when we were out there. You're like, and then you went, no, nah, I was I'll like, get... I could shave it. And then I looked in the mirror, I was like, I will look like a silverback. It would be an interesting look. <laughs> I did, yo, Allah, thank God. I know. And, and, and what's the deal with Europe? Like, have you? I know we've all been talking with them, and and that's an up in the air thing, but um. The one good thing that I saw was that when Terra just went and were able to do that whole um, UK thing, yep. which was positive, you know, they went, came back, and I think Turnstile went out there. What's up with Turnstile, man? Them Amazing. Them are killing it. Yeah, they, hell yeah, they are. killing it. And, killing and it. when we did Persistence Tour with them in 2014, I think it was, they were the first band on every night. Everybody from every band would come and watch them because yeah. it was Great band, great energy. Yeah, dope, dope. Just the I, vibe I, is so I, good. I backed them big time. You know what I mean? I'm like, and they're doing their thing, and I'm like, it was funny. I had a a, a, a conversation a while ago with a, a friend of, I won't say his name to blow it up, so okay. I let people put those things together. But a very good friend from a very popular hardcore band, which everybody loves. But anyway. And, and we were just talking, you know, bands or whatever. And, you know, we're talking, you know, this was a, this was also a couple, maybe just a couple of years ago. OK, but we're talking still, you know, turnstiles, you know, them. And then we're hearing, you know, about some other new school bands, the more metal newer bands, you know, because yeah. everything's a little bit more on that metallic tip, which I'm all for. I'm all game. But, there were, you know, this person was like kind of like, you know, the people that kind of try to hate on turnstile for, for kind of blowing up, you know, and I'm like and I was like. Are you bugging? I go, if anything, their, their sound is what we do. 
Like, yes. you know, there's Stago. There's the closest thing to and, and I don't want to say the closest thing to hardcore because they got their hardcore kids that are doing hardcore, yeah. but with their flavor. But I go more than some shit that sounds like Slayer, which I love Slayer. Right. But this shit sounds like some bad brains minor threat, which is yeah. closer to our DNA. For sure. Slayer and fucking, you know, uh, whoever, which yep. I love. But you know what I mean? Dude, so. when bands like that start getting big, it's good for everybody. It's good for everybody. It's just like when we started in the 90s and the, and the stuff on the, the big rock stuff was like Clapton, Rod Stewart. Yeah. And then all of a sudden Seattle comes, all of a sudden Metallica puts out the black record. It was a perfect time for us to start this music thing. And we rode, rode that wave. So the more yeah. success that bands have from our genre, dude, hats off to them. And they're and cool all, guys and they're cool kids. Yeah. And they and you know what I love? They rap it. And like i we we've been on many tours with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, you know, I'm like, and I know where they come from. And I and I always root for them. I tell them, I say I root for you guys because you know what? I took off those kids something. I took a little something off those guys. When I say kids, they're grown-ups, but I say yeah. it with love to them. But because <clears throat> I was so you know, Mabble is Mabble. We could only be Mabble, and that's all we ever wanted to be. But, you know, our, our fucking blinds are was so boom, boom, boom. And I always admired, two, like, that whole squad, yep. and even, like, Ezek and his crazy way where they would just do whatever they try. Oh, I'm going to try a rap, so I'm going to do a metal track. I'm going to do a, a rock band and not give a fuck and not worry about, like, focusing no. on this one baby. Like, I was too... With Mabble, we were like, we, we're only going to concentrate on raising one kid when, yeah, we, we could multitask and raise two kids. Totally. But totally. I was never like that. And I would watch those kids, you know, the Trap of Nice. Then they had the other band. Then they had this other band. Then they have this band. And I'm like, how they do it? I'm like, nobody's even blinking an eye. No. Like, yeah. in my head, I'm thinking, oh, people are going to talk shit. You know, we come from a different era where you do one little move and it's showcased because there wasn't many ways for people to have eyes on you. Yeah. I, yeah, it seems like it's a little bit more forgiving now when yeah. it comes to that, when people can mix it up a little bit more. Because I remember we would like hate breed used to open for our band and your band. And then we watched them blow up, and get signed to a major and do their thing. And I was always like, dude, just do your thing. Go more metal. Leave yeah. the hardcore thing like whatever AFI, same thing. They were small and then they Absolutely. became way more gothy, like whatever's going to make your career, your lifestyle, your world like work better. Do it. Yeah, and, and and just own it, and, and 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 like they both did, like all the people you just named, they still gave back. Yes. you know they always they took out bands. You know, to this day, you know Jamie will bring up, you know, yo, let's go on tour, let's go on tour. And I know the AFI squad. I want actually want to get them on the on, get it home on the show. I yep. want to freaking um. I know they with a lot of bands. You know, not us personally, but I know with a lot of our friends, and I know they love the you know the whole scene and a lot. You know, the whole and that's. Uh, turns out people that could take the culture and not forget their roots and take it with them that, you know, what more could we ask for? Because I say this as a joke, but I kind of mean it. I'm like, I, I don't want to stop till stigma gets nominated in the fucking rock and roll hall of fame. I because, love that. You know what? Cause I really fucking mean that in my bones. Like I really feel that that should happen. Cause yeah. You know, um, Keith Richards should be there. Yeah. Guess what? Stigma should be there. Totally. The only difference is that he didn't sell a trillion records, but he's still on stage on a, a, on a working man level. Yes. And fucking going all the and shout out to Keith Richards. But you know what yeah. I mean? It's like we're watching magic with AF. Dude, we so 96 when we're out on the road with you guys, we're like, that's our third time in Europe. We 94, 95, and now 96, we get hooked up with you guys and stigmas with you guys, but he's not playing. He's just hanging. He's like Mavall mascot, right? Yeah, mascot. He's on the side of the stage with his shirt off and, <laughs> and, and his tats and his guts hanging out and everything. Um, and he was, let's see, what is he? 66 now? Something like that. Oh my so God. he's like 40 then. And I'm 20, let's see, in 96, I'm 25. And he, I'm, I'm looking at him and I'm like, it seemed crazy that he was that old, 40 and still doing it. I know. And I was like, man, am I still, I'm 25 and 15 years, am I still going to do it? Now I'm 50. And it's <laughs> like, it it's just like started. looking at that and going back to what you said about him. Yeah, he's inspired and influenced so many people and blue collared at test of time. Um, but it's crazy that 96, like 26 years later, 
the guy's still bringing it, still doing it, still Im- impacting the scene. Yeah, not only that, 26 later, you're still doing it. I know. I'm still doing it. That's and, and- big. I don't give myself, I, you know, I hate patting myself. I do it joking in general because we love what we're doing. And I know you very well. We're not this type of people like that got to walk around gassing ourselves up. No. That's the one thing I will give myself credit. And my band, you know, and the guys like us that grind it through just lasting this long and in the world we come from, which is one of the hardest to to maintain a lifestyle because you got to juggle and you got, we got to leaps and bounds more than any other music scene, just because the stigma of being, uh, you know, kids music, yep. not being uh, one chord music and just being some shit you do at a certain age. That's why I'm speaking on stigma. We're watching how far we could do this shit. When people, oh, hardcore, I did it as a kid. That's because you, <clears throat> your era in that, it's not a kid right. thing. Stigma's writing the book on how far we could take this. Roger's writing the book. You know what I mean? Totally. It's- totally. And I, you know, I, we when we played that Punk in the Park, Fear was on the show. And they were bringing it. And those dudes are old. And yeah. I, and it's, they're but old. it's cool. It's like, they're still doing it and they're, and it, they're still doing it the right way. And it's cool. I, I, I respect that. But, Absolutely. And, and before the reignition of Ignite this time around, did you think it would come back like it is? Cause you guys are right now, you're ready to rock. So sure. right now you got right. You're ready. You could go right now. If the world was open, you guys got your, your Europe run, your this, you're going to go to uh, uh, Japan. You're going to do the whole shit. Start working on another record in about yep. a year or whatever. Yeah. Yep. Was that, I know in your head, you know, because that's your shit, but did you think it would be where it was right now, where it is right now? I was optimistic, hoping if we could find a guy, but probably, probably not. No, I mean, being realistic, going, this could be very well be the end. And, And I don't need to go to Berlin again and play a show. I've done that 25 times, but I love it. I yeah. love doing it. I don't need to. I want to do it. It's wow. awesome. Getting on stage and playing these songs that you wrote in your bedroom and these people are calling you their favorite band and and singing all these words back and these uh, soldiers from that were in the Iraq war or Afghanistan <laughs> telling you that you saved their life. Like, dude, the stuff we get to do, Hoya, is yeah. like like a very tiny, tiny percentage of people in the world get to get to do this. We've been doing it for almost 30 years know. you know and it's like dude we're blessed it's like we are so lucky by, to- by far and especially the similarities that um you guys and we have is you know um the 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 connection to europe not yeah. just because we play there we really have our fingers and our toes in there like yes you know like we all grew up there. Like I can speak for you and myself. We've been going there since we're young kids. Yes. We got friends there that we hang out more with than friends we have that live in the same city. I totally. know that about you, the same thing with us. You know, we go there. It's like, we pick up, you know where to go, your favorite sandwich spot. Exactly. You know where to stay. We know the whole routine. It's like, and, and something that happened to me when, um, I'm, you know, I said, I got goose pimples right now when, uh, my, when my mother was passed, when after my mother passed. But, you know, a lot of people reached out from around the world. Yeah. And that was, you know, they had to go fund me for my mother's thing or whatever. Yeah. And I got somebody that hit me. I forgot where they were from somewhere in, you know, in um, Eastern Europe. I forgot where exactly. And said, listen, I don't have much money. I would wish I could donate you. But if you, I have a house, my family and my children, if you ever needed a place to live, you know, this guy's offering me his fucking house. That's, yeah. You know, I'm like, yo. I lost it. I was like, dude, you don't understand. I said, we don't, you know, we don't have the millions maybe that we want. Right. Do we need it? No, but do we want it? Yeah, I would like it. It would make life a lot easier and whatever. Sure. But to have that, to have where people were, would let you stay, because I have kids, so I know what it is to be, let somebody yep. in your home and be like, yo, you come and eat where I eat with my children, with my families, because I know what it is to, to have that and to be like, to share that, like, <clears throat> it's a special thing to open up your house. And, and your... that's a, that's a stranger. That's a dude you don't know that you've impacted his life in such a way to get him to offer that and put that forward is. Yeah. That's, that's, <clears throat> that's a... what I said. I was like, you know, um, we used to hear that shit from our parents when we were kids. Oh, you're rich in love. And I mean, like, I, I don't want to hear that shit. I want to bend. Right. I want to, you know, right. I want to <clears throat> go to Hawaii or whatever. But that's the one thing that I really say is like, man, it's a plus. Cause I'm like, we know and um, 
we've all been in situations where we might need friends in different places. Exactly. Doing, doing what we do. We have friends in a lot of places, you know? Absolutely. And that takes me kind of to what watching on the TV the last 14 days with these Ukrainians, it, what's going on there is just heartbreaking. Yeah. And that was, so in 2019, our summer tour, we uh, had a week off between festivals. Like, do you want to stay in Europe? Do you want to go home? Too quick to go home. So our tour manager was like, whoever wants to go, let's go to Kiev for like four or five days, do an Airbnb. So summer 2019, a few of us jumped on a plane, went to <laughs> Kiev, hung out. Our Airbnb was in the, uh, the Freedom Square, right in downtown Kiev, right wow. on the corner. And we, dude, these people are amazing. And it's, I think sometimes it's hard to connect and understand and relate to these like wars and stuff are going on when you see Afghanistan it looks like dude that's yeah. Mars to me like yeah, yeah 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 no this is like a but when it's a place that you've been that I've been and you can connect with the you know the cuisine we go out to dinner the people the culture yeah. the nightlife um it's just heartbreaking what's going on over there and, and this scumbag Putin dude this guy's been a scumbag his whole life since he was KGB Eastern Germany, he's been killing, torturing people his whole life. Like yeah. this guy's got to go. Yeah, like, it, it, it's definitely craziness. <clears throat> um, also the you know just uh, the shift of of you know from one thing to another. Now now you got this motherfucker and that whole right. shit going on, which is fucking insane. And it's you know it's from like you know mad people are dying here. This is the info coming here. Now mad people are dying here yeah. in this way. You know, whole different. You know, thing. One thing is a you know a, a you know a flu or whatever, and this other yeah. thing. Now the war, the oil. It's like, man, like the, the world needs to catch a, a breather. It does. For and a second, yeah. And then from a selfish point of view, I don't want this European thing screwing up our whole our shit, our world. I agree. Dude, we've, we've been on hold for a couple of years now, and now it's like shifting in. Now this if this guy attacks Poland, that, that, and then it's, I know that's all we need. I was I was thinking about that. Um, uh, my boy. Um. Theo, shout out Theo. My, you know, he got yep. a, a spot now. He's in, you know, Romania. Okay, right next door. Spot, and that's right next door. And it's like, whoa, that's the last thing you do. You wanna, you know, you wanna, you wanna live, live life and relax, and got a nice spot, and you love the place. And then and now this shit going on, and you know, international, um, um, uh, what do you want to call it? Forces, military, police. Right. We know we've accounted that. Remember when Brett? For everybody out there, Brett was in Madball almost for. Uh, <laughs> For a, for a couple of shows on our on we our had tour. Interpol on the bus, so Ignite's never had anything like crazy. Let us tell this story. Okay, right. We're, I mean, we're all we wanted to do on tour was have fun. We didn't know how long it was going to last. The first few years we went to Europe, we just wanted to have fun, go out to clubs after, go to lunch spots during the day, and and then we get on tour with you guys, crazy, scary looking dudes. And we had played a couple shows with you guys before, but we'd never like bonded or spent time. Yeah. And we get on the bus and like night one like the bus pulls over like in the middle of the night you're sleeping in your little coffin bunk and there's dogs on the bus and there's there's all these police guys but they're not police and it's interpol uh, and i'm like interpol is on and they're like going through and looking at all your bunks and and we're like and then they leave and we're like what is going on yeah. and then everybody's like we got to go to bed yeah <laughs> but i remember one day where Long story short, everybody out there without too much, whatever. They were basically looking for a, a, one of my very, my one of my brothers. They thought he was with you guys. They, they thought he was with us, which yeah. he wasn't. But we had international police chasing us all over Europe. But the funny thing was at one point, you know, we got the word that they might be waiting for me because a promoter hit us. And it was like, yo, when you show up here, Interpol's calling, they want hoy, blah, blah, blah. So I remember sitting with you. I go, oh, Brett. Maybe you could do us a favor. You might have to fill in. Can, for can me. you look? How's your bounce? <laughs> yeah, yeah. How could you like how's learn a couple of songs? Yeah, a couple. I remember that, and I was like, the I, that popped in my head the other day too. I was like, wow, I forgot about that. I was like, crazy. That was crazy. Great, crazy time and era. Yeah, it like, was a lot of fun. I mean, like jumping on that tour because that tour was uh, in yeah. three parts for us. We did the first week and a half with Mill and Colin. Uh -huh. and put on by visions magazine this big kind of like festival club tour thing and then mad said okay we got a show with you guys in berlin with snapcase on the off day and then madball's flying into berlin and we're driving up to sweden to play that uh one of the punk rock festivals with like civ and rancid and stuff yeah and, uh, and jumping on that bus was just dude our whole mo was have fun and yeah. uh 
I remember you when we got on, you wanted to flex a little bit and like, <laughs> like pull out, start smoking right away. And and I don't know if you thought we were straight edge or whatever, but yeah, I, dude, I did because I heard uniform yeah. X uniform choice on every yeah. poster. And we just clicked right away because all the dudes, Joe, Casey, oh my god, the me, best. Zoli, we just wanted to have fun. We just wanted to. That's what the- I we learned. Like, wow, these motherfuckers read. Really, you know, you guys were the first. To re- that I learned like wow how they take advantage of the moment because I remember you guys were like um fuck that yeah oh at the end of the tour we're staying with two more days we're going to Spain to the beach and, yep. and I used to be like I never thought I was like wow they're crazy and then I used to think about like why not like why not nobody's married we're out here you know we yep. got friends everywhere why wouldn't I you know like yeah I mean all we wanted to do was funny like the show would be over and then like the where's the local punk rock bar for the afternoon oh, we're like yeah. no we want to go to like the disco we want to go like to the night the nightclubs and dude and then we we start dragging you guys to like oh absolutely we asked the the promoter where's the worst club in town (laughs) with the worst music and he'd be like oh it's over at the palladium but you don't want to go there it's all university and like and and britney spears type stuff and we're like we're going that's where we're going straight there oh so many i remember being at so many or even we play the venues and afterwards it'd be those wild you remember oh, turning like discos and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Where people be moshing to the fucking music and we'd be out in the after parties and shout out to Bazooka Joe. The oh, best. my God. The He's best. Crazy. I, I never seen a guy walk in a room and tell me point at the hottest girl in the room. I pointed the hottest girl in the room and that night he leaves with the prize. Shout I out know. to Bazooka Yo, He didn't care, to- dude. He didn't care. He was just, he was, uh, yeah. Just- another one. You guys, I, you, I, would, I loved watching the whole routine. It was like, get off stage. One by one, you guys took your showers, came out. I saw deodorant coming out. I saw eyeliner for Bazooka, whoever was there. I saw new shirts, iron fucking dickies. Button up shirts. Button up, ready to rock. Oh, my God. And then I started saying, well, we might have to follow these guys. Dude, I remember taking stigma to the club in London. And then, dude, later that night, it was so funny. We're in Chinatown eating food later that night in London. And I, we just get out of the club and you know, like a storefront that has a glass front. And then by the door, it goes in like three or four feet. Yeah. I'm talking with a girl in this storefront. We're by the club, by the Chinese food place. And I hear this screaming and I look up and Casey just goes running by me. And I can't see either way down the alleyway uh. and eight, Five, six, seven seconds later, two Chinese chefs, one with a big, <laughs> a big butcher's knife chasing uh, him down the street. Uh, and I was like, I got to go. I got to la- go. <laughs> I mean, wild style. Who was it that we left in London? Was it Zoli or KC? It was Zoli. I think uh, it might have been. We left them and then we came back and we found them and, he, and we had thrown all this food in the garbage. It was Casey. Yeah, it, was I think Casey. it was Casey. I think he said, yo, while well, we went back, we had thrown all this leftover food and it was still there. And I actually think it was Zoli's. We started like picking at it. <laughs> it's still in the, it was in the garbage. You guys left Zoli in Berlin the first, when we first jumped on the, uh, the uh, oh, yeah. tour bus with you guys. Cause uh, yeah, we jumped on the tour bus and Eric was like, we got to go in five minutes. I'm like, but our whole band's not here. He's like, I don't care. And I was like, oh, what am I going to do? I was like, uh, like eh, no. yeah, what am I going to say to the Madball guys and like Eric? You gra- and- yeah, you squeezed your balls and they go. Ah! That's so we do. left. We left Zoli in Berlin and um, and he made his way to the festival. But it was, yeah, yeah it was crazy. But that's like kind of normal ignite thing back then, like stay in Berlin or, right. you know, in one of those cities and be like, I'll meet you in the next city. I'll see you in Sweden. Yeah, I'm going to hang out. No, I hang out in Sweden always. A lot of blonde countries. You, you know, you guys did good in a lot of fucking Nordic countries. Dude, the first that first festival we played, we rolled in and we realized like how big it was going to be. And, uh, and then there was this this lake where all the Swedish because it's summer in Sweden and nobody's wearing any clothes. And we were just like, <laughs> went, what is what is going on? And like, this is insane. And then it's just like, open the door, let the animals loose. Oh, absolutely. And you realize, you know, I'm a short guy. I really realized when I showed up to Europe, like. Sweden and Holland, too. I was like, the the height on some of these people. I never forget this. This was about 20, like maybe now, what? At least 26 years ago. It was like one of our first runs. You know, we had an, I had an encounter with a, a, you know, fine, nice Dutch girl. Yeah. She had to be eight feet tall. I felt, I was so blasted, but I just remember her bending down like she broke 90 degrees. Yeah. <laughs> to, 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 
kiss me and hug me. It was it looked like, you know, like when I bend down to pick up my son, like my when he was like four. Dude, that was yeah, because we played uh well, you guys played, we were on tour with you guys, and you guys had a show at a festival that we couldn't get on, and uh, it was in Holland. And yeah, walking around, everybody's like six four. I couldn't oh. even see you guys from the crowd. I was like, I wanted to go out and watch it from the crowd. And, and then, yeah, me, me too. I've been the and another one I, I'm walking around and I'm thinking on the shit because I hear hoy, hoy. And I'm like, oh man, everybody's calling me. Oh, they don't hoy, hoy. It's some Dutch shit. Hoy, hoy. Yeah. I thought they were calling me hoy. I thought I was like, yo, I thought I was like, oh, I'm gonna be the next thing out here. I might just move in. What a great country, man. Yeah. And um, oh. yeah. What's you got any um so obviously you must have got some word already for Europe, right? We got on it. So we were supposed to be there right now. Um oh, right with now. a couple really like awesome bands that are friends of ours and that we nobody could announce. Um and because the tour got postponed because mm. they didn't know um now everything's opening up it probably would have been fine but it was too risky for six bands from america to book all the flights and everything so they just pushed it um but w- so we got added to the punk and drublick with no effects and pennywise for may in europe oh wow That's yeah so great man big big shows big all open air outdoor stuff so that's, that's dope that starts at the end of may so that's 10 shows no 12 shows with them and then we jump on and do like another 12 shows on our own, some festival and stuff. And uh, Danny's rolling with us for sound. Oh, shit. The world world's greatest sound, man. My brother. That's the man. He's the best, man. I know. The Gandalf best. with his beard now. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it, that's perfect for him because he's like a wizard. He really has always been a wizard. You know that for, he's a Jedi. We know when he was just a. You know, a Jedi, a young well, he was Jedi. All clean, clean shave. Yeah. 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 Clean shave. But that's great. And he's going to be sound. It'll be great for you guys. You guys got to come out like that. Yeah. You know, you, know, you got to have the big, the big totally. sound because, you know, the, even before, that's how you had to do it. When you got vocal, a vocal of uh, uh, that's very, all vocals are important, but you know what I mean? Yeah. For Ignite, that's a big thing. The me- melodies and all that, you got to make it sure is. the sound's on point. Yeah. No, Danny's the man. He's excited. He like, uh, was going to do a monster magnet tour, but then he said he was going to do half of it. Now he can do all the dates with us. Yeah, so it's cool. That, We're so yeah. Giordano's the best. I love him. I, you know, I would, you know, why when I'm going to get him here, I'm going to get like a bunch of fucking um, um, producers that done our shit and just have them talk some shit because I like getting people together on yeah. this that normally don't fucking wouldn't be in a room together, you know? Totally. Totally. I try to make scenarios where like you see those pictures like Kurt Cobain with like Biggie Smalls and whatever. I try to do the same shit sometimes, like make some magic happen. Yeah, I try to make the magic happen. You know what I mean? Fucking, but so what's now? What's now? Anybody new video? What's the deal right now? Ignite what people could look forward to, like in the near, near future. We got we got March 20. Is it fifth or sixth? March 25th is the new uh, album coming out. So we got a should have another video dropping that day. And that'll be half of the album released as videos. And then the whole album comes out, vinyl, colored vinyl, all that stuff. Um, And then we'll just run with it. And then then we're going to start touring and letting people hear the new music. Oh, yeah. And and where they get the merch, where they get the record, what the what's what's the the, all the handles. So Century Media is um, you can get it from Cortex in Berlin on their shop. but yeah, go to Century Media's website, cmdistro.com. You can get everything there. You can go to our Instagram page at Ignite Band, and that links to our our website. Our link tree has everything. So tour dates, um, merchandise, everything that we have is up there. So just yeah. pushing as much stuff as we can right now. Hell yeah. No, I'm glad. I'm hoping to catch you guys like somewhere live, live, and we could do another one of these live with the whole band and talk some shit because... I'm glad I was able to get you on this break. I've been trying for a bit. Anyway, you yep. know what's up. Yep. And I'm glad I'm rooting for you guys. You know what's up. I'm glad you motherfuckers are killing it. I'm glad it happened for you guys like that, because it would have hurt me if you guys would have came out whack out the box. You know what I mean? It would have been like, no, nah, it's cool. You know, yeah. do it. Nah, it, I'm really psyched and glad. And I'm also I'm glad because, again, Zoli's my brother. Yeah, so, you know, I, that's always me or whatever. So I'm glad that this guy killed it without being Zoli. So I, I wouldn't hold it against him. You right. know, to be like, no, Zoli did it. He did his own thing, which I and he's dope and killing it that I could be like, yo, I, I like this shit. And I could like, I don't feel guilty on my loyalty. You're not cheating. 
Yeah, my cheating on my on my you know my 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 top biatch on mm-hmm. <laughs> my white ass. But I no, but definitely he's killing, and I'm glad, and he's the right dude, and and I'm glad the forces dropped him to you guys because that's the perfect fit. So yeah, you, you know. never dude, you never know what's gonna happen in life. It always whatever, and you just react, you do your thing, and bottom line, end of the day, dude, we got we all gotta be happy with what we're yes. doing. And if you're Absolutely. happy and you love what you're doing and the, you like the guys you're doing it with, I mean, that that's all that really matters. And bands change. I don't, I mean, there's, of course, I don't know one band in the last that has uh, the same lineup yeah. for the last 25 years in our punk. Uh, yeah. and, no, for sure. and, and, and it shows in your music, the way you're coming out, you all, you guys seem psyched and amped and the music is up there still. Yep. That's how you got to keep That's another thing. I'm glad you, you kept that shit because, you know, bands like us, we have a fucking a marker we got to make. And I know you're aware of that shit and you motherfuckers hit it. So shout out to you. <clears throat> shout love out. Love it. You know, I always love. I'm glad Brett the hit man, motherfucking Rasmussen, motherfucker. <laughs> but yo, on, on the real, I love you, bro. You know, I'm glad you were able to do this. Everybody out there, you know what time it is. Ignite. Go support them. They'll be in your city and all that good shit. This would drop next week. I'll hit you with the flyer, Brett. Love it. All that shit. And tell yeah. all the boys what's up. Yeah, we all miss seeing you guys. And we, I mean, it's like next, maybe this year, maybe next year, we're going to cross paths again. And we're, we're coming gonna, to New York in May too. So, oh, no, you're yeah. in you're I'm in Florida, but you never know where I'll be. But you guys might have to, you know, there's a beach down here, yo. That's true. You know, That's there's true. beach, football. I know you like football. We got I like all it all. How'd you I get know. those tickets right in the end zone? Ah, but you know what? It was baby mama got it for my son. And she was like, I ain't going. She's like, you got to go. I was like, poor me. Exactly. Dude. Yo, how great was that? I was I, like, oh, he's just down there. And then yeah, they kicked and, him back up to the up to the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I snuck and, down. Then I, and then I see like during the game, you're still down there. And I was like, I know they're like, yo, what's he still? Yo, let me tell you, I'm a I like I always love football. Yeah, I think it's the greatest live to go to because the minute on TV you see it stops and you hear stats live sure. there's music dude it's dancing. like a rock show oh amazing yeah I, I you don't gotta even know the game to have a good time I love it yeah every it's so much stuff coming at you like exactly a band exactly. playing over here the, the game yeah, going, yeah, like, yeah, so yeah beer stuff. flying you know yeah. some some girl with fake boobs over here you got a, you know some drunk fat dude over there I love it but listen, <laughs> hey man, I love yes. you. You know what's up? I'm gonna this comes out next week. I'll send you all the info, and Perfect. I'm glad you're able to jump on this, man. Yep, and we can't wait to see you guys either. Always, hey man, one love, and we out. All right.